Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia and it is Sunday. So this is Sunday service with the Church of K. And that means... That's my man, Russ Taff. I don't believe in God. I'm not Christian. But I love that shit, and I love Russ Taff. Man, fuck. When, when I get video going, which I'm getting it going in fucking very soon, uh, like a week or so, when I get video going, I'm going to fucking show you the shit. Because Russ Taff, Russ Taff is my number one number one. And that was Russ Taff. And he looks like a fucking substitute teacher. He's got a bulky-ass t-shirt tucked in under a bulky-ass collared long-sleeve shirt. The undershirt's tan, uh, black. The, the, over, the shirt that's over, over that is, is uh, tan. And he starts out the coolest thing you can do. And I learned this from Russ Taft. The, th- the, the coolest thing you can do when you're starting to sing a song is to start singing while you're sitting down. Like maybe you're just going to take this one easy. But then it's the fucking bait and switch, and then suddenly you're belting shit out like Russ Taff, and everybody's standing and clapping, even me who doesn't believe in God. But that's my man right there, Russ Taff. Uh, He's part of the larger Gaither family choir. Which I play a lot, which fucking rules. A lot of you, because I posted some shit about them uh, on Instagram. Uh, a lot of you know about the Gaithers, because the Gaithers were popular on, like, if your parents were religious, that shit was definitely on TV uh, on Sunday. Um, but yeah, that's enough about the Gaither family. Fuck them. They're Christian. Who cares? Making fucking rad music, though. 
but about uh uh speaking of sunday sunday service churches are starting to come back i saw certain states are slowly but surely letting people into churches even the more liberal states it's interesting to me to see governors sort of bitch out on all this you know like at first a lot of they were kind of just being seen as heroes at least that was the narrative and then slowly but surely some doubt started to creep in not everybody's fucking old uncle got sick and died so everyone was like oh this is not real this is not as real as we thought it was not everyone's dying and it doesn't look like 28 days later out on the street so let me get back to church let me get back to fucking uh a bar let me get back to the beach see ya see ya and see ya uh, but but now there's so much sort of uh, they got fucking uh, everybody's getting the itch. They got to leave the house. Christians are getting particularly upset that they can't go to church. Give me my church. Um, and now, like I saw, I forget what state, but I saw one state, one liberal state is like we we will allow churches to uh, open at 25% capacity. You like that's going to work. Um but yeah, I I Trump the other day. I mean, fucking fuck him. I saw him the other day talking about how churches must reopen. Uh they're like I mean, I'm putting words in his mouth he could never speak this eloquently but he's basically saying they're the bedrock of these communities we are a christian nation da, 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 the shit that everybody vacantly says when trying to get christians to vote for them but he is now saying to governors who have restrictions on church going it's time to lift those restrictions and he's kind of using threatening language, although he doesn't have the power to make governors do this kind of shit. Obviously, he's fucking the biggest bully, five-year-old Beavis bully. Uh, so he's trying to strong arm or seem like he can strong arm these governors, but he cannot. Um, but it, 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 it's annoying anyway. It's annoying to be like, we got to get churches back open because we don't. If we got to get anything back open, it's establishments that make people money. Give me my money so that people can earn money and continue to live and be okay without some kind of universal basic income, which, it, by the way, is gaining steam. I've seen a lot of shit about that in the news. I think it was on the cover of the New York Times or, or LA Times the other day about how UBI is like becoming this sort of much more talked about, less whispers, more just straight up out, outwardly speaking about this is a thing we got to do. I saw Andrew Yang is doing something in the Bronx where he's given some families like just like it's even it's just like 250 dollars or something um a month and it's helping people it might be more than that but i think it's 250 dollars anyway the things that need to be opened are the things that put money in people's pockets not things that put jesus in people's hearts why jesus ain't real okay simple it's honestly so simple why jesus ain't real and jesus ain't putting money in your fucking pockets But, but, you know, a good fucking solid 30%, if not more of this country is still, still goes to church, still Christian, still goes to church. 
And obviously the great, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing that all I think about when I see Donald Trump say, we got to reopen churches is I see him talking to those religious people saying, you still going to vote for me, right? You're still going to vote for me, right? He doesn't give a fucking fuck about church. He doesn't give a fucking fuck about your beliefs. He doesn't give a fucking fuck about God. He doesn't believe in God. I don't care what he fucking says. He just wants your vote. And you know what? If you fucking believe in God, and if you're itching to get back into church, you're probably going to give your vote to him because he's saying that. That makes you dumb. And all these fucking religious institutions are like, actually, President Trump, we're not opening our churches. But he didn't care. He wants, he wants people who want to go to church to see him say that. He wants to put the, the bind. He wants to put other people in a bind. He wants to put governors in a bind. He's not trying to help anybody. He's just trying to help himself. Also, beyond this, I think I've talked about this before, but it, it just is too fucking mind-boggling. It's one of the things about Trump, the Trump presidency that still sticks in my craw and, and I just can't smooth it out. I can't make sense of it. As much as I like can logically sort of hit all the markers that put the thinking to bed, like I do kind of putting air quotes around it, get it, but I still at its core fundamentally do not understand something, a couple things about it. And this is one of them. How can someone who knows anything about Christianity or religion in general, look at that guy and the history of that guy and even the present situation of that guy, that guy's behavior, the way he talks, the way he is, the things he values and say, that man was sent by God. Or even actually even more ridiculous because some fucking religious idiot's going to be like, oh, what about King Cyrus? He was sent by God and he was a fucking murderer and a fucking horrible guy. Oh yeah, and the book that was written 2,000 years ago? Okay. But they will say that. That's like their out clause. Any fucking hardcore religious person that needs to believe at all costs that Donald Trump is actually a God-fearing individual and good for Christians has to say, well, you know, God did do it before. He did send us a piece of shit before. But even more than that, you can't look at that guy and say, that guy is Christian. Obviously, he says he is. But remember before he was running, he like couldn't name his favorite Bible verse? I'll tell you why. He's never fucking read it. Not that I think he should. I don't give a fuck. But he's so clearly full of shit. I mean, those people are so... F those people who voted for him, or, or, or rather, those people who believe that he believes in God, are so full of shit that if I embraced hardcore Republican ideals, far-right ideology, whatever the fuck, just like he does... And if I became a Republican now, hardcore Republican, not like a regular ass Republican, because they're not included in the group I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about this 30%, this Trump's base and Donald Trump himself. If I, even with all of the shit I said, if you, if you took all the fucked up sound bites that I've said about Christianity during these Sunday services, if I came out and just went down the line and checked all of the boxes of a fucking Republican and started being like, yeah, I believe in God. Even with all this shit out there in the world. And if I ended up being their only candidate, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better than fucking uh, Joe Biden. He'd be a better president than Joe Biden. Or just any Democrat. It's so fucking weird that Republicanism has a monopoly on Christianity. Not only that, so much so that they can have their candidate be the most historically godless American in the history of America. There's no one more godless than Donald Trump. He's his fucking coined phrase is you're fired. (laughs) That's his fucking catchphrase. The dude has cameos in like tons of 80s and 90s movies as the piece of shit mogul that he is. His apartments are lined with actual fucking gold and 30% of the fucking country wants to sit there and tell me he believes in God fuck you fuck you I mean what kind of fucking suckers motherfuckers just believe whatever they want they just believe literally whatever they want and that's it. There's no, there's not even any pretending anymore. This shatters it. This shatters that. You can't pretend anymore with this motherfucker. And I'm not sure this kind of shit goes away when he goes away. I think before, like in the early part of his presidency, I was just thinking, oh, fucking, let's just get his ass out of it. Four years, it'll be like it never happened. I don't think that anymore. I This brand of republicanism is now the brand. There is no other brand anymore. There's a fucking candidate for Congress uh, uh, who was running, uh, I think, in a primary. I don't, think she, I don't think she won the election. Actually, this is a fucking perfect example. Uh, she, she, she won the primary against a different Republican. And on her website... On her fucking website, she had embraced, not, not, not just embraced, she had outwardly supported in, in, in fucking print. This was not like a, f- sp- uh, uh, a spoken flub. This was not a fucking um, gaffe. This was on her site among her core beliefs and platforms and plans. She outlined her support for QAnon, her belief in the conspiracy, conspiracy, series, sir, conspiracy theory QAnon. 
And then she fucking won. She primaried the other. Look, I don't give a fuck if the other Republican in that race was Daffy Duck. Just actual Daffy Duck. Or like a fucking uh, eight-year-old. An eight-year-old with Tourette syndrome. That should be the candidate. If there's someone proud of the fact that they believe in QAnon and putting it on their website, that person should never win anything. Not even a fucking raffle. Um, but she won. In a fucking landslide, it was not close. She won. And then after she won, because everyone, like any other fucking insane candidate, usually they don't win. So people weren't really paying that much attention. Same, I mean, I don't want to say same with Trump, but no one expected him to win either. And then everyone was like, oh, for fuck's fucking sake. I don't even think he expected to win. But this woman, after she won, took that thing off of her website and then spun it fully as a fake news thing that the that the mainstream media is out to attack her because she's a Republican and it looks like she might win the congressional seat about how it's false, about how it's not true. There's fucking screenshots of it. It was news in the run-up to her victory before she won. I saw it. But now, this is probably going to work. She's going to be like, no, it isn't true. I mean, we are on a fucking collision course with bad shit, with this fucking post-truth thing. Because what's coming very soon are these deep fake things. People's voices, there's this... uh. Why do I want to say it's an Adobe product? It's not available yet, I don't think, for uh, consumers. But I heard, fuck, what was it? Radiolab did an episode on it uh, a couple years ago, actually, about this program where you can put 40 um, minutes worth of someone talking, anyone, saying anything, as long as it's 40 minutes worth. Because they say that it takes 40 minutes of just talking, even just rambling for humans to make every possible sound a human makes. They say 40 minutes is like enough. And so you you take you don't have to talk into it. You could just take I mean the thing I saw was was actually about Obama. They used Obama. So obviously there's at least 40 minutes. There's probably 400 billion minutes of him speaking recorded out there. So they only needed 40 minutes. They put it into their machine. They can type what they want Obama to have said. And he the machine will spit it back out. And sound exactly like Obama. He'll sound exact. It'll sound exactly like anyone as long as they have forty minutes. And obviously, with the deepfakes, it fucking look. You make it look. It look like anybody's in any video. And there's that already happening. That is happening. That is just a matter of time before that's extremely ubiquitous. All of that stuff is everywhere. Omnipotent. I'm the present. That is on a collision course with this whole fucking. I don't know how it happened, and I don't think it's only his fault, but Trump certainly fucking took the flag and led the pack. But he's the fucking leader of it somehow works when he does a thing and then is just immediately like, I didn't do that. 
Like with the fucking shit that when he fucking threw the intelligence community under the bus when he was with Putin. When he, when he was like, no, I actually said the opposite of what you're saying, of what you think I said. When he just clearly said he believes Putin and not the CIA and FBI. He's like, no, I said I believe the FBI and CIA and not Putin. And we're like, it's on tape. Your face is on camera saying the words that you said. He's like, no, I did not say that. And you're just like, okay, what do I do now? You did, you know? But that shit, that somehow works for him. Which, hey, everybody, you're dumb. But now it's going to be like even worse in the coming years by so much. And this post-truth politics is obviously not going anywhere. Because, again, it's the only version that the Republicans run on anymore. I mean, Democrats suck too, don't get me wrong, but this ain't their problem. And they also definitely don't suck as much as Republicans. It's fucking crazy, man. I mean, if Trump loses... I saw this fucking uh, tweet. He writes in a tweet. He writes... Let me pull it up. I'll get into why this is so... I mean, I read this and like sometimes I'll read something and just stand up. You know? Like I'm wilding the fuck out and like a uh, uh, an outdoor pickup basketball game. I'll just stand up and be like, Oh! Oh! This one made me stand up uh, out of anger though. And he said, or actually just, I was, I'm just stunned. He says... Many will disagree, but Fox News is doing nothing to help Republicans and me get reelected on November 3rd. This is, he tweeted that. So I'm going to read it again. And then I'm going to break it down piece by piece. Many will disagree, but Fox News is doing nothing to help Republicans and me get reelected on November 3rd. Okay. They're a news network. They are not state news as much as they act like it. State news is illegal. State news runs exactly, totally, completely counter to everything, actually, that far-right and libertarian types tend to nonstop defend, which is the Constitution. It runs counter to that. Every bit of the American spirit runs against the idea of state news. So he's not only acknowledging that Fox News basically is state news, which runs against everything America stands for, and one of the best things about America, but he's he's not only acknowledging it, but he's also wishing they were doing it more. By publicly shaming them in a tweet. So what happens is he tweets this. Then all of his little bitch ass fucking. Please sir. May I have another retweet please sir. 
please, Orange Sir? May I, might I have a morsel of a retweet? Fucking get on it. And they fucking blast Fox. And then the idea, at least, is like Fox is, is like, oh, we got to be more fucking state newsy. And then they got to fucking pump pro-Trump shit. Many will disagree. First of all, that's so pussy to start uh, anything like that. Because you're framing it in a way where you're, it's already framing in opposition, A. B, it's already saying, I know, I know you are, there are people out there who don't think this. So it's adversarial as well. And then he just outright straight up says, accuses them of doing nothing to help Republicans, which that's not their job. It seems like it is if you watch it, but it isn't their job and it shouldn't be their job. It's as if he doesn't know that. And when I say it's as if he doesn't know that, what I mean is he definitely doesn't know that. And if he definitely doesn't know that, not only should he not be president, he's a fucking idiot. If he doesn't know that, he should not only not be president, but he's a fucking idiot too. And if you don't think he's a fucking idiot, you're a fucking idiot. You know what else I think about too? Uh, and I won't talk about Trump more on the fucking other end of this episode. But um, I remember when I was a kid. I mean, I don't remember exactly how old I was. But it was when Clinton was president. I might have been like 11 or something. And when the Lewinsky shit was coming out about him. And I was too young to really understand what any of that shit was. But it was in the news, and it was everywhere. I remember distinctly the pictures of him, or Kenneth Starr, going in and out of court and shit. Pictures of him and Hillary look like they fucking got a deer caught in headlights, you know? A far cry from his fucking playing the sax on Arsenio days. Just with that look on his face like, oh fuck, you know? Um... But I remember being confused about what was going on and trying to read it, but like not getting what the, a lot of the words even meant because it was all like, you know, politics and shit, terms I don't understand. Like I didn't know what Senate meant. I certainly didn't know what impeachment meant. I probably didn't even know what uh, intercourse meant. I was fucking young. And... um But I remember at, like asking my parents, possibly asking my teachers, but asking adults what the fuck the deal was, what was going on, why the president was in so much trouble. And it was on an adult to fucking explain it to me. Now, I, I, and that seems like a shitty situation. It seems like a situation that would make every parent be like, this fucking idiot. Why do you have to stick a cigar in that woman's pussy and make me have to explain to my kid what's going on? You know, that's if I was a parent at that time, that's what I would be going through. You know, I would probably would have been a Clinton supporter at the time. And I would I would just be like this fucking guy. Fucking my life up this fucking idiot, you know. 
but it's still the onus is on you to explain. You can't just like wave it away or tell your kid not to ask. They're going to figure it out somehow. And it makes me, when I remember that, it makes me think about how fucked parents are right now with kids who are being asked questions, who are asking questions rather of them about the president. I mean, I just picture myself as a kid, right? Okay, so all through my childhood years, Barack Obama is president, let's say. And then when I'm around 11, Donald Trump is president. So my sense of what a president even is, I mean, if I were an infant when George Bush's presidency is ending, then from like 3 to 11, I have Barack Obama. That's like my formative years. That's when I come to understand everything. And I'm learning about what a president is. I'm learning in some classes, maybe some school classes, seeing pictures of other presidents. The idea of the presidency is very like high-minded thing, you know? It's very like fucking buttoned up, professional, clean-cut, patriotic, kind, strong, whatever the fuck else. The shit they teach you, you know? And then he's out, and then I'm 11, and suddenly there's this other guy. And before he's even president, grabbed by the pussy. What? Parents were already getting the question before that, I'm sure. Because now, I mean, that was all just newspaper when I was a kid. Newspaper and, like, news channels, which I never watched. So really, it's just me seeing the newspaper gathering that the president's fucked somehow being like what is this shit and asking my parents and my parents probably being like this fucking idiot this arkansas motherfucking idiot gotta get his fucking dick sucked gotta stick cigars in people now i gotta explain it to my fucking kid thanks bill thanks mr president i mean that fucking guy fucked everything up I mean, the Clintons just can't stop fucking everything up for everybody. But anyway, back to Trump. Now I'm 11 and Trump's in this fucking counterfactual hypothetical. Now Donald Trump's president. I'm turning 11. I've turned 11 and I'm like, but that's what the fuck? Mommy, mommy, what's a pussy? And what does it mean to grab someone by it? You know? And that's before he even gets fucking elected. There's fucking Twitter. There's so many other ways. The internet, just in general. So many other ways to get information about what's going on in the world. And you know kids are fucking getting it, whether they're seeking it or not. It's not like there's like a niche world of politics now. The shit bleeds in everything, unfortunately. And then you got to just keep fucking answering questions. Just about him being like fucking the both, even just explain the both sides thing. Imagine trying to explain that, you know? And then you're also in a bind because even if you hate Trump, you probably don't want to be like, an agitated parent being like, that's a fucking bad guy who's president. Because then you're just like, what the fuck? Bad guys can be president? 
I just feel for parents of kids who are old enough to be aware of the news and ask questions about what the fuck is with this guy. I saw a tweet. One of my friends literally just before I started this sent me a tweet. He's been pumping up that fucking Joe Scarborough uh, conspiracy theory about how he, he someone he the, an aide of his worked for some or died on the job and he's just like I mean this headline Trump calls for an investigation into Scarborough murder of Staffer in 2001 he, he's retweeting a dcpatriot.com link you know Now, this is all because Joe Scarborough has a news show where he shits on Trump. So now he's trying to perpetuate a conspiracy theory that he murdered someone. Hey, man, you're president. Be president. Stop worrying about a guy on the news and what he did 20 years ago. Work on being a better president. Parents with kids are fucked right now. All right. um, I'm going to take a break and get into some fucking more churchy shit. On the other side, uh, play some clips of white women freaking the fuck out. Uh, Karens, I believe they're called. And it'll be fun. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I'm back. Mm. 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 
Damn. That's beautiful. Soon and very soon, though, you know? Just the same thing. Can't put end in between two things that are the same. Soon and very soon. Just, I don't know. Just say very soon. It's kind of like saying, um... Penises and penises. Just the same. Same shit. Um, I do like that song, though. I have a... I have a, I have a it just makes me think, though, that it's a song about dying. Which a lot of these, if you really listen to the lyrics, their true meaning sort of comes out. It becomes just really obvious. And then every time you hear them, you're just like, oh, yeah, that one's about dying. Soon and very soon, I'm going to see the king. That just means you're dying soon. And I guess you're happy about it. I mean, I would be happy about it, too, if I thought I was going to go to heaven. But I'm not. Not because I'm bad, but because heaven's not real. Soon and very soon, I'm going to see the king. Very excited about death, these people. Very excited about going to see heaven. This is why Christianity took over the whole shit. Because they were like, you know, you don't just die. Actually. (laughs) And then over in the Middle East, they were like, oh, wait, that there's something to that. (laughs) And now you got the two fucking major, major religions, Christianity and Islam, both promising the greatest shit. I mean... Don't you get like fucking 78 virgins or something when you die? Uh, If you're Muslim? Hey, Christians, convert to Islam. Their heaven's fucking better. Um, But speaking of going to see the king soon, and soon and very soon, uh, I was reading about... The, the, now that shit's... I mean, I don't know about... Certain states, I'm sure there was never really a distancing thing. I get messages all the time being like, I'm in fucking Oklahoma. And everyone's acting like it's just, you know, a regular-ass day on a regular-ass year. No one is distancing or wearing a mask. I get messages like this all the time. But I saw a story today, actually, um, about a pool party in Arkansas where it was like 40-something people were exposed to coronavirus at this pool party. And it's tricky when something in... Oh, no, it wasn't 40. It was... He said several. The governor uh, made some fucking press conference about it. But what's interesting about it is that when you have to... When you're in a state like that, Um, and especially when you're a Republican governor, if you're going to try to get reelected, if you're going to try to get, you know, RNC money, if you're going to try to get Trump's endorsement, you have to toe the party line. That's how that works. That's why the shit sucks so much. So he has to make the announcement, but not do anything about it. He has to just be like, yeah, this happened. There was a pool party. A bunch of people got sick. Anyway, have fun in church. 
you know? He's just like, we got to be careful. We got to not do this. We got to not do that. But uh, have a great Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, go out and spend money and be around people. This happened. There was a regular innocent pool party and a bunch of people got fucking sick. But fuck it. Go have fun. They're going to see their king soon or very Some of those motherfuckers are going to see their king soon or very soon. And I just still, I just, I still cannot believe the outrage, the fucking outrage people have about not distancing and not wearing masks. It's fucking crazy. There's this video going around about a fucking uh, 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 taken by uh, at Costco. What's interesting too is that sometimes the videos are taken by people. They're they're obviously in the wrong, you know, but they're so wrong that they think they're right. And they're so think they're right that they will take out their camera and film it as if they're the right one. And there's this video going on, a guy in Costco, a customer, filmed his encounter with an employee who asked him to wear a mask or leave the store, right? Which, again, this comes back to the whole thing. That guy isn't Jeff Costco. That guy isn't Trevor Costco. He doesn't own Costco. All he's doing is trying to do his job the things he was told to do at his job, the requirements of the store to be able to reopen so everyone can be fucking ass fuck safe. And these motherfuckers have to file their gripes with the low, lower rung people, like just employees who literally are just trying to feed their fucking families or themselves. And this poor guy actually looks like his name's Tyson, this guy that works at Costco. He's a fucking hero because in this video, he's a fucking cool customer, dude. He's not the customer. That's so confusing. He's the, he's the employee. The employee is a cool customer. The guy is a fucking pig animal. Uh, but let me just play this for you. So uh, I shut the fuck up about it. You can just listen. I'm going to show my 3,000 follower Instagram feed. Mostly Hi, everyone. I work for Costco, and I'm asking this member to put on a mask because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask. And or... I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. Have a great day. So you're going to take this car from me. Sir, have a great Pull day. Pull stuff. You are no longer welcome here in our warehouse. You need to leave. Thank you very here, much. You put it on. I'll give you my card. He's going to take the card away because there he is, walking away with all my stuff. There he goes. Because I'm not cheap. Dude, also, there, he, when he pans at the end, because the customer, the shithead, the shithead customer, not the cool customer employee, is filming it. Because, again, he thinks he's in the right. And when he pans, when the guy takes the card away, which is fucking hilarious, please leave, sir. Uh... That guy rules, dude. Tyson at Costco, you're the shit, dude. But when he pans as Tyson takes the cart away, 
there's a huge fucking line of people behind him wearing masks who just want to fucking pay. What about their fucking freedom to not deal with absolute pig animal fucking assholes in front of them online who won't follow the fucking store guidelines? You want to shop in a fucking place? Go ahead. But all you have to do, what you have to do, all you have to do is do the things that that establishment asks of you. Otherwise, they can kick you the fuck out. And that's what Tyson does. Cool customer Tyson fucking gets my vote. God, that shit pisses me off. How fucking pussy, though. I won't wear it because I woke up in a free country. Yeah, and you're going to go to bed in a free country, too. Costco is free to make its customers wear a mask. Just as free as it is to make them wear a fucking shirt. You can't shop at Costco with no shoes on. You can't shop at Costco with no fucking shirt on. Well, guess what? For the next few months, you can't shop at Costco without a fucking mask on. And who gives a fuck? You got too much time on your hands if you're going to bitch and moan about wearing a mask while you're shopping. Put it on. And then at the end, he says, here, you put it on and you pay for it. I'll give you my card. Put on the fucking mask. You baby. Because I'm not a sheep. No, you're not a sheep. You're a fucking bitch. You're a bitchy baby pussy. Damn. Anyway, Tyson is the shit. That is a cool motherfucking customer. Tyson, you rule. Um, I saw... I got my shit going on, on, uh, on Right Wing Watch. I saw something fucking demented and deeply insane. This fucking idiot, Chris McDonald. I've played him before. Uh, he's talking about... Just all I'm going to say about this video is that he's what he's talking about. I know the video, the uh, clip starts late, but what he's talking about are social distancing guidelines. The beginning is cut off in in, in this clip because he's just fucking rambling. I want to start when it, when when the good shit starts. But yeah, just keep in mind that what he's the thing he's talking about are social distancing guidelines. Okay. When the Nazis were basically pushing the Jews onto the trains, they were telling the Jews is for you. That mean that opening sentence. When the Nazis were basically pushing the Jews on the train. Basically, you know, when someone says basically in a sentence like that, you know, they're full of shit. When the Nazis are basically uh, uh, pushing the uh, Jews on the train. Hey. I'm going to take a stab at the future of, the, of, of your statement and guess that the contents of it are fucking wrong. Okay? So let me start it over because I want to hear that part again because... Uh, demented. When the Nazis were basically pushing the Jews onto the trains, they were telling the Jews it's for your safety. It's for your safety. And when they were breaking these businesses and destroying Jewish businesses and, and running rampant throughout Germany with anti-Semitism, they always would tell the German people, this is for your safety. 
this is for your safety. Right. And Mark, I hear this stuff, and I swear it's like we're in a time warp tonight. It's like we went back in time, and we're living that again. <laughs> But the crazy thing about it is it's not happening in Nazi Germany, my friend. It's happening in the good old United States of America where we should not be giving these people our freedom and giving them our rights. My only fucking question really about that guy is, is he actually a Will Ferrell character? Is that Will Ferrell pretending to be a person? My friend, but this ain't, this is a good old United States of America. My friend, it's for your safety. His whole argument is that because we're being told the social distancing guidelines, which hurt nobody, absolutely nobody, the actual social distancing guidelines take nothing away from anyone and their guidelines, not laws. No one's being thrown in jail for not being six feet away. You're being asked to do it. (laughs) That is so fucking deeply offensive and so deeply wrong. The bulk of things that people were told to do for their safety, guess what? They were for your safety. No one, there are no laws. No one's making anyone do anything. They're fucking guidelines. To keep everyone healthy. Stop fucking saying it's like Nazi Germany. My friend, all the difference is this ain't Nazi Germany. This is a good old United States of America, my friend. When um, Jews were basically uh, pushed um, on the trains. Hey, man, you're a fucking idiot. And then the other guy just, yep, yep, uh uh-huh, yep. God. I'm going to get one of these motherfuckers on the show immediately. Hopefully, you know what? Fucking, I'm going to try to get that guy to be my first guest when I start having guests again. Just what? I mean, I want to hear any of these people talk to someone who doesn't just go, yep, up, yep, yep, up, yep. So fucking stupid. Speaking of fucking Germany, though. I mean, speaking of soon and very soon, too. I'll just read the fucking, this is a, uh, I saw something on the BBC earlier. Actually, somebody sent this to me on Twitter, which I appreciate. I forget who it was, but fuck it. Thank you, whoever you are. More than 40 churchgoers who attended a service after lockdown. Uh, oh, wait, no, let me start that over because I fucked it up. More than 40 churchgoers who attended a service after lockdown was eased in Germany earlier this month have contracted coronavirus, officials say. More than 40 There was one person who had it. And then after the church service, there were 40 people who had it. One church service. They were all linked back to that. Between that, the Arkansas pool party, and God knows whatever the fuck else is going on. This is not like a done thing. If numbers are going down, it's because we did that. They're not going down because, oh, it was a fucking hoax or, oh, it's not real. They're going down because we're doing something about it. Don't go to church and get COVID. 
don't go to church and period. Don't go to church or you'll be going to meet your king soon and very soon. And something tells me you won't be stoked about that. You won't be singing soon and very soon when you're on your way to meet the king soon and very soon. That's the thing I actually never understood about deeply religious people. At least who had subscribed to religions that purport to have an afterlife. Why are you trying to not die? If you get sick, get the fuck out of here. I know the books say you can't kill yourself, but don't. But just die at the first chance you get. Fuck it. Why are these people trying to survive? Why are these people trying to beat cancer? Just die. That's not, that's not what I want. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying I want that, but I'm saying soon and very soon, right? You're going to meet your king. You're fucking stoked about it, singing about it. Heaven sounds sick. Sounds way sicker than real fucking life. Go there. Don't actually, let me rephrase that. Don't you want to go there? It sounds like this shit and you don't shut the fuck up about it. So what are you trying to do sticking around here as long as you can? Get your ass up there. If I actually fully, firmly believed in heaven and I knew it existed, even though it doesn't, if I thought and and deep inside myself knew it existed, even though it doesn't, I, I, me, this is not, this is only a hypothetical in the sense of if I believed that. But I do know that if I truly believed that, I'd be itching to die. It sucks here. I don't want to fucking be here if I can be somewhere else that's like heaven. Take me to fucking heaven soon and very soon and soonest. Because this place sucks. What's up with that hypocrisy? You believe it's fucking real? Why are you trying to fucking cure your shit? Why are you ever trying to get better? Why are you ever sad that someone you know and love and also believes in heaven dies? Why? Why? You know where that motherfucker is. Oh, I know why. Because you know it's not real. You got to think about that more. You got to figure out your brain. Work all that shit out. Because that's unworkable. You got to pick one. If you're a fucking true believer and you believe in heaven, I don't want to hear any fucking bullshit about dying. I don't want to see any fucking tears. You went your whole life saying that shit was bullshit. Or it was not bullshit, rather. Fucking time to walk the walk. Damn, if I believed in that shit, I'd be like, fucking shoot me in the head. End me now, motherfucker. This place is shit. Oh, I can go be with everyone ever who has died? And everyone I'll miss who's still here will go there too when they die? Yeah, shoot me in the fucking head. Because that's better. That is the fucking truest true hypocrisy. Of any religion that promises an afterlife. All these motherfuckers clinging to life. Just like anybody who's an actual... Any atheist... I mean, I'm not a fuck. I don't consider myself an atheist, but by definition, I guess I am. But that's its own fucking club, and fuck that. 
But any atheist, at the very least, they're going to be like, no, 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 motherfucker. This is all I got. And that I get. They know this is their only fucking shot. Cling to life? Fuck yeah. Fucking worm food. After this shit. They got the right fucking idea, but shit, if you believe, you believe you're going to get 78,000 versions or whatever the fuck, you believe you're going to meet fucking St. Peter at the pearly gates and get right in, right into the club, hey, then die, then want to die, because it sucks here, at least compared to the shit they say that heaven is. Um, damn, I'm running fucking, I'm running long, but I do want to play, <laughs> uh, I got to play, I got to play, I want to get to Twitter questions, but I, and I will get to a couple, but I got to play, uh, this fucking video or this audio clip for you guys. This is uh, it's uh, the form I the uh, in which I received it is a meme, which is annoying. So I don't really have any actual context for it. But and all it says is, Karen wore a mask for forty five minutes and now she's crying because she can't see strangers' faces or hold their babies. So you know this will be a good one. Uh, that's enough of a, uh, that's actually enough of an intro. Here, here's the video. It was probably 45 minutes of having it on. It's the first time I've worn one. I am disoriented. <laughs> I'm a little mad, if you can't tell that already. Like, I'm very, I'm, I'm frustrated, but I don't feel good physically. Like, I can tell you right now, wow. I wasn't getting enough oxygen. And I just had on one of these little stupid things. I feel dizzy. My hands are kind of tingly. Um, my heart is beating fast, so some of it's an emotional reaction, but some of it's a physical reaction. I understand the virus is real, okay? I understand the virus is real. Friends, look at the numbers (laughs) and tell me why everybody's living in fear. Tell me why we're putting these things on and not being able to breathe. I just want to cry. Like, that's all I want to do is cry because you can't see people's faces. Oh, boy. You can't make human connection. We can't hug people. Who the fuck wants to hug you? We can't hold their babies. I would never let you hold their babies. I'm at the end of it. I'm just simply at the end of it. It doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And it's, (laughs) I'm not okay with it. Nothing about (laughs) what we're doing is supported by the numbers that are out there. Those of you that know me, like I am one of the most compassionate, caring people you will ever meet. Clearly. And I do care about you, but I also care about me and my children and my family. And I do care about my rights. Then wear a mask. And it's probably the last time I'm wearing this because I feel terrible. I feel emotionally terrible, but I feel physically like it affected me. So anyway, and you can... Wow, these fucking, that is the picture. That is the audio manifestation of a shitty 
spoiled brat fucking baby ass American. I mean, that is the epitome of that. She's fucking crying. She's fucking crying. And she's in her 50s. Also, why did you make that video, woman? What are you fucking thinking? Why has everybody got to make a video of themselves and what they think about everything? No one gives a fucking shit. Actually, I do care what this woman thinks. Because K. I mean, you know, just fucking wow. All right, I'm going to get to Twitter questions before I wrap this fucking shit up. Minnesota just canceled the state fair. It's the biggest one other than Texas or California. But what are your thoughts seeing as you just visited and did some directing here? That's kind of stalkery that you know that. But um, I think that that's fucking good. And Minnesota is, I think, more liberal than not. And again, unfortunately, it's been so politicized. But generally, I think... In liberal states, liberal-leaning states, that's the kind of thing that's that they would do. Interested in your take on the Joe Biden comment yesterday. Fucking wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yesterday will be two days ago by the time you hear this. But um, Joe Biden, what the fuck was it exactly? It was like, if you don't vote for me over Donald Trump, then you ain't black. Which, I mean, what do I think of that? I think strap the fuck in. Because that is number one of 5,000 before the election. And here's the thing. If you want to bitch to me about the shit that comes out of Joe Biden's mouth, stop. Before you do that, stop. And remember all the shit that comes out of the current president's mouth. Did Joe Biden say a dumb thing? Fuck Yeah. But also fucking black people love Joe Biden. So I don't know. It seems like a dumb as fuck thing to say. Uh, But he apologized for it, I think. Didn't he? I've read that, yeah. But I think it's fucking idiotic. But, you know, we'll we'll get used to it. Because that's probably going to be our fucking president. I would say about Joe Biden's gaffes, try to enjoy the innocent ones. That's what I would say. Get into this banger and it's a link. Oh, I'm really rolling the dice here. Oh, shit. Oh. Fuck yeah. guy's sick. He's super fat. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is sick. Wow, this 
fucking rules. That's the name of the song, Look What the Lord Has Done. And it's by the Rima singers and band Kenneth Hagen. Don't know what that means, but that's what the label of the video is. Don't know if this is quarantine related, but so many people are talking about having bad dreams lately. Have you been experiencing that too? Uh... No, actually, I, 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 but something close to that, I've, I rarely dream, um, probably because I smoke so much weed, that's what they say. That is the one side effect of marijuana that I actually really dislike. But I don't know if it's because I've been smoking less lately or what, but I've been dreaming more lately. Not necessarily bad dreams, though. For instance... <laughs> Uh, the last dream that I had was that I remember it was two days ago. Um, me and Matt Damon were like in on some shit. We were doing some dope shit. We were like, I don't know if anybody's seen this movie. I'm sure some of you have Tinker Taylor soldier spy, the one with Gary Oldman. Uh, and he, Matt Damon and I were involved, not in a movie, but involved in like a real life style Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, and it had that it had that whole aesthetic, like it was the very grainy, sort of like bluish purple, dark. Everything looked like that. But Matt Damon and I were on these two separate storylines, and we were both spies. We were on the same side, and he was such a good spy. This is the last thing I remember about the dream, and obviously other people's dreams are boring, so I'll end it there. But this is the good part. He, the for. It was like a cinematic kind of dream. Sometimes I dream as if it's like an actual movie, not just my POV, but like a designed POV. And the image that I saw was there was a close up of Matt Damon's face. And just before he was about to meet me. So I'm meeting him. And then concurrently, I'm seeing the lead up to him meeting me. It's very much like a movie. But the close up of his face, his face, this is how good of a spy he was in the dream. His face turned into a little blonde girl's face. Just didn't do, he didn't do anything. He just stood there and he was like, I'm going to, he didn't say this, but he was basically like, I'm, I'm going to change my face into the face of a little blonde girl. And he did it, but no bad dreams. Not really. No, but I have heard that. Yeah. And it's the most understandable thing fucking ever. Your take on cell phones in cinemas. I fucking, as a writer, I hate that I live in a, in a, con, a contemporary moment where cell phones are so ubiquitous. Because if you write a fucking scene where someone's in a real fucking jam, now all they got to do is pull out their fucking phone and call 911. You write that scene in fucking whatever, 1995, that's not a fucking thing yet. So as a writer, you got to like do the dumb shit, like uh, lay the groundwork that there's like no service somewhere or they lose their phone or the phone dies or whatever the fuck. I hate it. It's just very not dramatic. <laughs> Have you noticed the term gaslighting gaining popularity? I've lost track of what it means. 
Uh, have I noticed the term gaining in popularity? Not really, but it's a good term. And Trump does it all the time. And in politics, it's a very common thing that's done now. So I guess I do get why the uptick. What are your thoughts on Nicolas Cage? And do you have a favorite movie that he has been in? I, as any sane person does, love Nicolas Cage. And favorite movie that he's been in? I mean, Raising Arizona, maybe? Face Off? I mean, like, actual late Cage when he's, like, doing his whole fucking shtick? Probably Face Off. Best movie he's been in is... Oh, you know what? No. My favorite Nicolas Cage performance is him as Ricky Santoro in Brian De Palma's Snake Eyes, which came out in 1998, I believe. I've talked about that on the podcast before. It's a fucking rad movie, and he's uh, real in it. Very muscular gentleman at my gym wearing a skin-tight, full-body flash costume. Now, obviously, K, but what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, don't go to the fucking gym right now. And that seems like a fucking uh, good place to end it. Um, this was a fucking... I think this might be the longest episode ever. Fitting for such a day of the Lord. Fitting for a Sunday service. Fitting for the Church of K. I love you all. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Stay home as much as you possibly can. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And stay on. And I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Okay.